Today in Science from Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. The new Super Beats Heart Chews Advanced is now supercharged with CoQ10. Support your healthy CoQ10 levels and blood pressure with two chews a day. Visit RadioBeatsBeets.com and save 15% with promo code DEAL. Today in Science from Wired. Brought to you by Hot Seat, a new memoir from Jeff Immelt, the former CEO of General Electric. Raw, honest, intimate. Hot Seat is that and more, as Immelt recounts what it's like to be a leader in times of crisis. Buy your copy of Hot Seat today, wherever books are sold. Hey, so these sea slugs decapitate themselves and grow new bodies. Showing off their best impressions of Deadpool, the animals survived for weeks without organs, only to regrow everything and go about their business. By Matt Simon. Imagine biologist Sayaka Mito's surprise the day she found that a sea slug in her lab was suddenly missing its body. Or its head, really. Depends on your perspective. Either way, the sea slug was in two pieces, both of which seemed to be alive in the sense that they were both still moving. Somehow, they kept on living for days and then weeks, even though the head was minus a heart and digestive system. Now, among biologists, this kind of body-splitting maneuver is known as autotomy. Lizards, for instance, shed their tails to escape predation. But what the Sakaglossan sea slug does next puts it in a class of its own. We were surprised to see the head moving just after autotomy, says Mito. We thought that it would die soon without a heart or other important organs, but we were surprised again to find that it regenerated the whole body. That's right, it pulled a Deadpool. Just a few hours after its self-decapitation, the head began dragging itself around to feed. After a day, the neck wound had closed. After a week, it started to regenerate a heart. In less than a month, the whole body had grown back, and the disembodied slug was embodied once more. Several slugs have actually done this in Mito's lab, so this is a feature, not a bug. One slug, apparently a show-off, even self-decapitated twice. The previously owned bodies, though, don't make it. As Mito puts it quite poetically in a new paper describing the phenomenon in the journal Current Biology, the bodies gradually shrank and became pale, apparently from losing chloroplasts, and eventually decomposed. The beating of the heart was visible just before the body decomposed. Ugh. Now, Before we get to the question of why on earth a sea slug would decapitate itself, let's talk about the how and those chloroplasts. Mito actually observed this behavior in several individuals from two different species of Sakoglossan sea slugs. This group of mollusks is famous, at least among biologists, for its kleptoplasty, 
or the way it steals its source of energy. In the algae that the animal eats, photosynthesis hums along in structures known as chloroplasts. Instead of digesting these, the sea slug actually incorporates them into its own tissue. These chloroplasts can remain photosynthetically active for months, allowing their adoptive sea slug to draw energy from the sun. The animal is very much solar-powered. So even after the sea slug's head divorces itself from its body and digestive system, these chloroplasts may be what keeps the animals alive. We expect that they can get energy from photosynthesis using chloroplasts incorporated into the digestive cells distributed all over the body, including the head, even when they do not have their body, says Mito. Furthermore, Mito suspects that stem-like cells around the neck are what allow a slug's head to fully regenerate the body, though this will require more research. Yet unlike a lizard losing its tail, the slugs don't break when Mito simulates an attack by pinching them, if you're curious. So this doesn't seem to be a defensive strategy. So what is it then? Well, generally speaking, it's not ideal for an organism to lose its body, right? These sea slugs would need a very good reason to self-decapitate, and that reason may be parasites. Three of the individuals that jettisoned their bodies in Mito's lab were infested with tiny parasitic crustaceans called copepods. Another 39 infected individuals lost only part of their bodies, and 13 of those ended up regenerating bodies. However, all the 64 parasite-free sea slugs stayed intact. So it may be then that these animals can detect when they've got a particularly bad infestation of parasites and write the body off as a lost cause. Now, this may seem extreme, but from an evolutionary perspective, it makes sense. If a sea slug is overburdened by parasites, it can't devote energy to reproduction, and living to reproduce is the reason why any animal exists— by self-decapitating, the sea slug head can survive just fine on solar power until it regrows a new digestive system. It'll also regrow a fresh set of reproductive organs, so it can finally get back to fulfilling its purpose on this planet. But hold up, says Terence Gosliner, a senior curator at the California Academy of Sciences who studies sea slugs. Scientists don't tend to see fragmented individuals in the wild unless they have serious bite marks from predators, says Gosliner. And if it was a natural means of getting rid of parasites, you would expect to see that. In Gosliner's view, the body splitting is more likely to be an adaptation that allows a sea slug to recover from predators, making off with a significant amount of its body. To me, the most exciting part of the paper is showing there is this incredible power of regeneration that occurs in these animals, says Gosliner. Like most good scientific experiments, it raises almost as many questions as it answers. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more science news at wired.com science. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.